You're listening to Beyond the Ribbon, a podcast of the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. This podcast is brought to you by Kia of Amarillo, proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealerships. Be sure to check out their website at kiaofamarillo.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ryan. How are you today? Pam, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Hey, what were you doing August 16th of 2022? Oh, <laughs> how am I supposed to remember that? August. I'm just putting you on the spot. Um, I'd have to. I'd have to consult my calendar, my phone. I don't know. Was I doing something with you? What was your memory um, lacking? Yeah, I would say so. I, August 16th. That's been a while. I think we were talking about Matt with Dr. Ferguson on the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back to August the 16th of 2022. Uh, All the scientifics behind uh, Matt. And what does that mean? Yeah. You know, um, now that you tell me that, I, of course, remember that because I was blown away at the science behind this program. Now, MAT stands for Memory and Attention Adaptation Training. Um, it's a whole lot easier to say MAT, but, um, you know, this 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 training that Dr. Ferguson from the University of Pittsburgh uh, developed, uh, we implemented, didn't we, Pam? We did. We are very excited to implement it. I believe it was back in February. Um, you know, if anybody is suffering from cognitive dysfunction, chemo brain, chemo fog, this program is the right program for them. It is. And it's, um, as we like to say, or I like to say sometimes, we didn't just pull this out of the air. I mean, this is legitimately uh, tested, uh, clinically trialed and studied, um, published. I mean, it is it is legit one of those things that's like uh, the best thing since sliced bread for cognitive dysfunction and cognitive impairment related to cancer treatment. Would you agree, Pam? Yes. And, you know, and um, the beauty is that we have three great leaders and um, that is going to join us today to talk about maybe some of the successes, maybe why um, people should join yeah. or sign up. That's right. That's right. So, you know, uh, it's it's really cool. Um, we have we try to fill all kinds of voids and gaps and make uh, everything accessible. You know, as you said, Pam, um, this class is really uh, unique. Uh, it's unique that we have three different facilitators. Uh, it's unique in how it can be taught and done. So we'll talk about that in a second. But let's introduce our guests. And this is what's cool, too, is our guests have been on our podcast in various forms and fashion, but we're bringing them together to talk about uh, our MAT training class. So we have Mary Margaret Gertie. Uh, Mary Margaret um, works and helps us with our uh, spiritual care group. Uh, and then we also have um, Tiffany Wright. And Tiffany does our um, adult uh, support groups, and she helps with counseling. Well, Mary Margaret helps with counseling, too. And she helps with counseling and then of mat training as well. And then Kristen Clark. Kristen Clark uh, fills a, a few of those voids, too. She helps with our mat training, as I said, but also our counseling as well. How are you guys? I'm great. Thanks, Ryan. Me, too. Oh, good deal. Good deal. Well, you know, go back going back as Pam said in August, which was a long time ago, 
Um, you know, we we uh, asked you guys about your thoughts on this to review it and look at it and and read through it. And I think the overwhelming response was, "We have to do this for our for our survivors." Um, if you can, well, let me let me start with this, and then we'll just kind of open it up because this is this is a large group here. But the unique thing about this class that I found was it can be done virtually. And I know, Mary Margaret, you've done some virtual, so we'll hit on that. It can be done in person. It can be done in a group setting. Kristen has done a group. And then I and then I know everybody has done individual settings. So it's really, really flexible. It's very unique in that aspect. It's not a one-and-done cookie-cutter type class. In fact, I know in its original state, it was designed to be done strictly virtual because it came out during COVID. And so uh, it was designed for, for virtual, but we're doing it in person as well. I'll just kind of open it up and maybe start, Mary Margaret, if we can just start with you and maybe give us um, a couple of key thoughts and things that you've, you've uncovered while, while teaching uh, mat training. Okay. Well, I think one of the, one of the first things that in my first time that I meet with um, a new client, whether it's virtual or in person, um, we, I kind of just give like an overview of what this is and what we're going to be doing with our time together and how this is going to benefit them. And so I always describe it as um, there's there's two parts. Um, I say each week we're going to talk about putting a tool in your tool belt and we're going to talk about evening out your teeter-totter. And by that, I mean um, each week we have a different topic that we're going to talk about and it's going to be a tool for your tool belt that you may not think that you need right in this minute, but six months down the road, you may have this thought like, oh my gosh, we talked about that. And I could totally use this to help with my memory issue right now. Or, um, and, and so it's just really interesting. I've had people tell me like when we, when we get to this specific lesson, um, maybe they're like, Mm, I'm not so much of a calendar person. So I don't really think this is ever going to mean anything to me. And I say, we're going to go through this because in a couple of months, something might happen in your world that you're like, oh, oh, we've talked about this. And I have some tools that I can use um, yeah. to help manage this. And then the other part of it is um, what I say, the teeter-totter. And we talk about how stress affects our cognitive ability. And so when our teeter-totter gets out of whack and we get super stressed and that stress level goes high, what can we do to kind of level out this teeter-totter? And so we do that with um, just some relaxation exercises at the end of each session. Um, and so I always tell people, explain that it's gonna, it's kind of a two part. So the first part is we're talking about the new tool for our tool belt. And then the second part is, um, working on evening out our teeter-totter. I love the two simple things, a, a, tool ball, or a, two, a tool for the toolbox and our teeter-totter, leveling it out. Kristen, what have you found through um, teaching Matt? Um, well, in, in implementing Matt, I think that what I have found to be maybe one of the biggest takeaways is um, for the survivors to, well, allowing them to process through what their stressors are and identifying those triggers and learning the role of stress and memory and cognition, like Mary Margaret had said. And a lot of the survivors don't realize um, 
how much stress they're actually experiencing until you crack open that egg and you like you let them process through it and they um practicing and practicing mindfulness they're able to um identify triggers that are happening all throughout their day that maybe they aren't realizing or even happening distractions stress triggers um things that um are causing them to have these memory and cognition failures so but i think helping them to identify their stressors and how to cope with those um with the progressive muscle relaxation and quick relaxation exercises has been i think one of the most beneficial things that they've taken away from matt sure sure and that's something right that that is incredibly beneficial regardless of uh cognitive dysfunction or cognitive impairment as well you know relieving the stress avoiding the triggers uh just in a day-to-day life uh that's that's fantastic tiffany how how has matt gone for you um, I just think it's an amazing program and just being with different clients at different stages and ages. Um, I just think that they feel validated that this is a real thing, um, that they do have the chemo brain or the cognition um, issues. And so just the light in their li- eyes to see that that they're okay and that this is a normal part of the process, I think is such an amazing place to start. And then we get to just springboard and try to, to like Mary Margaret said, add more tools to their tool belts. Um, I think it's amazing how many clients have already made some um, adaptations that they didn't realize that they had already naturally done. And so it's really fun to rejoice with them and let them know they're already further along than they thought they were. So it's fun to get to encourage but the excitement of the new tools that they have to just enrich their life and their journey. Um, I think it's great when they get to share it with their caregivers, their caretakers, their team, um, and they get to partner with them uh, to make this a better process for them. For our listeners, how is this different from counseling? Or does it work hand in hand? Although I think that we have a great structure in this workbook of, of eight visits and it's, it's very well structured and it's easy to follow that if a client wants that. But what I've found in just doing personal counseling, um, it, that pops in and it, sometimes it's just a safe place to share all the feelings, share all the, the thoughts kind of unburdening themselves. So um, I like to tailor make it to the client and where they are and what they need. So I feel like um, the the program, the training and counseling um, just go hand in hand for them. And, and I would, I would second that. Like, I think the beauty of this program, one thing that I always tell my, um, the people that I'm working with is that we will go as fast or as slow as we need to. And if something pops up in our conversation that I feel like we need to go into a little bit further, just to explore that again, so that they can work through that and then move on and move past it, um, onto the next thing, then we're going to take the time that, 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 that client needs to do what's right for them. And, um, that that's the beauty of Matt is if you don't make it all the way through, um, one lesson, then you can quickly kind of catch up the next time, or we, we just, we do what the client needs. Um, but it is structured for, for eight weeks. And then, um, 
a follow-up one a month out after we finish. Um, but just know that if you go through Matt and, and we see, or we sense that there's just something that needs to be stopped and talked about, um, like I've had clients that, that are going through active treatment and, um, maybe they just need to just kind of get out all the angst that they're feeling over that. And so we're going to take the time to do that. And then we'll get back to Matt, um, when we finish that, but we're going to, we're going to put the client first and do what they need. That's what's so unique, Pam, and and obviously, you know, our, our instructors and facilitators get it. That's what's so unique is we have, um, it's, it's so much better, in my opinion, I know having folks who are skilled in counseling, skilled in mental health, to take that and recognize and go, well, let's, let's pause this and let's come back to this. And, and it's, it's really awesome too, because we give them, not that they need this, but we give them the flexibility to be able to go, hey, take care of whoever you're sitting across from. Take care of whoever, whatever that looks like. You know, maybe this eight-week class turns into a nine-week class because you spent an extra time here and some extra time there, but it was so beneficial, um, as Tiffany said, for for uh, the, the, the person there. The one thing I think that's important, Pam, you and I talked about this, and Tiffany said it just right varying stages and ages it this is not an old person class this is not a seasoned elderly grandma class and at the same time um you know it's not necessarily the 12 you know the the 20 year old class it's everybody's class it is it is for everyone and i know that you guys have kind of seen uh, a lot of different stages and a lot of different ages would you agree i've had uh people in their forties all the way through their, um, seventies. Yeah. I think it's, uh, that's a key point because, um, if you are, if you are having, we all know, right. As you age, gosh, I've experienced it here recently. Pam always gives me a hard time. You're sure forgetfulness, but I throw it right back to because Pam's as equally forgetful as I've been here recently. Right, Pam. Be throwing me under the bus? <laughs> I'm throwing us both under the bus. But but we do. We have cognitive impairment and de- delays as we age. And it's inevitable because um, we're continuing to age. But you throw on treatment. You throw on the stress. You throw on chemo. You throw on radiation. You throw on whatever that case is. Um, it magnifies that. And so it doesn't matter. It's not like you suddenly all of a sudden start to have cognitive uh, impairment at the age of 40 or the age of 50. It happens as you go through your treatment as well. Um, Ryan, this reminds me of some, one of your sayings is that we take the patient from where they're at and we move the ball down the court. That's right. So, doesn't matter the age, what kind of cancer, if they're in active treatment, out of active treatment, you know, this program is for them. Kristen, can you tell us a little bit like maybe the benefits of group versus individuals that you've experienced? Um, in the group setting, <clears throat> there are definitely some benefits. Um, and as with any group, you know, there are some, there are definite challenges. Um, I would say successes of the group setting for Matt would be um, the community that's there for the survivors that come in. Um, They're able to visit with each other and have the support of each other during the sessions. Um, They're also, they share their experiences and how, um, and how they are having their memory and cognition issues and, um, 
and loss of focus. But um, so I would say those are the strengths, the community, and they're able to share with each other. Um, but also a really great part of Matt is the ability to one-on-one -on -one be able to talk with their survivor about what are their stressors? What are the things that are, um, that they're struggling with, that they're, you know, whether they're in treatment or in remission or if they're years out from their cancer diagnosis. Um, it's hard in a group setting for everybody to be able to share everything that they need to and want to. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I might, I might ask you guys, has there been something that, because this was brand new, right? This was brand new to us. We rolled it out to you guys and we went through the training uh, being brand new. Was there something or some things that really like shocked you? Like, oh my gosh, like when you're working with folks, like how quickly maybe it was picked up or how they took it and did a different adaptation to, to one of the lessons or anything. Was there anything that just really like surprised you? for me was how much I use, I can use these tools. Like they're, they're honestly phenomenal for anybody, right? Because we're all human and um, no one's brain works at a hundred percent capacity, a hundred percent of the time. And so um, they're just some really great things that I've implemented by teaching this into my own life that, that has been um, really great for me personally. So I wasn't expecting that, but <laughs> it's great. I think, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I think an important takeaway too, just with what Mary Margaret was saying too, is that, um, you know, a lot of these strategies, anybody can use and we all could and should be using them. Um, I think too, a big takeaway that it's, it's one of those things you kind of know, but you need to hear it to re-know it, but it's uh, just the normal level of forgetting that our healthy functioning, cognitively functioning brain. Um, I mean, a, a healthy brain has, it, it will forget. I mean, those executive functioning parts of our brain, has, the room has to be cleared out for us to gain new memory. And so I think that that allows the survivors to give themselves some grace when they experience um, a memory failure. They, um, you know, just knowing, well, hey, that could have been just a normal level of forgetting. It is okay. Um, so... Anyways, but that was something that has stood out to a lot of people. Just the light bulb goes off and they're like, aha, well, it could just be normal, a normal um, memory loss and not due to, it couldn't be cancer related. It might just be normal level of forgetting. So, yeah. Because everybody loses their keys every once in a while, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, Mayor Margaret, I was surprised. Um, I always tell everybody too, I'm Mr. Non-Clinical, right? And so I sat in on the training as we went through all of this and there were so many things that I wrote down like, oh yeah, maybe I need to, instead of a to-do list, I need to schedule my to-dos and block off time for those to get them done. And um, I've implemented that as a part of our, from the mat training on, rather than just a simple to-do list, really strategizing and implementing specific times for those things. Tiffany, has there been anything that you were kind of like, I just didn't see that coming or this really kind of blew you away? Well, I agree with everybody else on I didn't know how much I would use them or that I would uh, help my kids who are in college and adapting to a new world. 
um, that they could use some of this information. Um, I think that another thing that surprised me that was amazing is, again, that people had already been adapting and a lot of it was from their past careers and some things that they had already learned in their lives that maybe they hadn't used a while, but now they're in a situation that they need to use those tools again. So it is like having a toolbox and, and putting the tools away, but now you need to pull the toolbox back out. And some of them just jumped right back into being able to use those tools because they were already learned. So they're transferable skills. So that was a plus, I thought, for uh, a lot of the clients that I've seen. Is there one simple exercise that um, you could each share with our listeners that maybe they can take away that kind of gets them hooked and maybe gets them into mat training? I would just say one of the uh, tools I feel like a lot of my clients liked was just naming the thing that they were going to get. And so if they were going to get their keys as they walk through the house, they would say, I'm going to get my keys. I'm going to get my keys. That repetition, that audio thing, I use it myself because I forget things also. Um, I did have one client that said he was not going to do that because his wife would think that she's he was either crazy or um, talking to her. So I think it's important to identify the environment that you're in. But that has seemed to be a really helpful because then you get to your task and, and you complete that. And that feels like a really great win. So repeating the thing that you're wanting to get until you get it was a really good one. I like that. Yeah. I think for for me, every time we get to the lesson about um, decatastrophizing, uh, like that kind of seems to be a mind blowing thing for people that we just don't realize how often we do this and we make things out to be so much worse in our minds and in our thoughts than what in actuality it is. And there's a couple of really cool examples that we go through um, in the book. And and here's the deal, like. I go back and refer to those all the time. I'm like, are you having an airplane moment right now? Are you making it a whole lot worse than what maybe it really is? And it takes them back to that lesson that we did maybe two or three, you know, sessions ago. And they're like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe I am. And so, um, I have used that, the decatastrophizing, um, a whole, whole lot. And it, it has really clicked with people. Kristen, do you have one of your favorites? I think that one of my favorite strategies or a couple of them, um, the one that Tiffany mentioned um, and going into the self-instructional training just um, for the survivor to learn how to talk themselves through a goal-oriented task, just step-by-step, step, you know, the simplest of tasks and, um, and complex tasks for them to learn how to talk themselves through it so that they can complete a task with out being distracted, or if they do get distracted, they're able to return to that task and complete it. Um, I also love the quick relaxation exercise, just watching somebody come in um, and you can work through the quick relaxation and watching them visibly become more relaxed and for them to learn how to practice that on their own. Um, and they'll come in and say, I had no idea I was carrying so much stress and you know, my back has been hurting. 
my hands have been hurting, my jaw has been hurting, and they're learning that that's where they're carrying their tension. So in practicing the relaxation exercises, um, they're becoming more mindful of that. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, our shoulders may be hurting, but we don't know the stress we've been carrying all day until we're mindful of it and identifying where we carry it. So I love the relaxation exercises. I think they're, they've been real beneficial to the survivors that do them. So. Yeah. You know, I think Pam, this is a really good time. You know, we, we've kind of, we've hit on some key points. We've hit on some uniqueness. We've hit on uh, who it's for, what it's for, how, how Matt works. I think it's a good time to just remind our listeners this is, as it says, memory and attention adaptation training. It's not a pill. It's not a uh, uh, download an app and it'll change your life, right? This this takes a little bit of work. Um, it takes a little bit of a commitment. Um, it's not um, it's not like rocket science, but it does. It takes a little bit of effort, right? Yes. And I know that during the eight weeks, they go home with homework. Is that correct? Yes. Um, Has the homework been challenging for your folks that you've worked with? I would say for the, for me, the, for the most part, people, people are open to doing it because they want, they want to feel the change and they want to see the change. Um, And I think the homework that they do on the our first meeting and come back with on their second meeting because they're bringing back some real life examples of um of where they had a memory interruption and so i always make it very clear with with the people i work with like i want to let's talk about the things that are happening like real life um i don't want to use some kind of arbitrary example that is maybe out in outer space like that's not um, that's not going to help you in the right here and the right now. And so we try to focus in um, all the time on things that are happening in their daily life. Like I'll say, well, tell me how you did that at work today, or tell me how um, that you you did this cooking dinner, you know, um, like I use sit and like an example we use is when we're doing sit training, um, you know, walk me through making spaghetti for your family. And so it just gives them an example that's real life and something that they're going to use. Um, and so I'm always kind of digging in a little bit more, like, tell me how you do this at work. Tell me how you do this at home. Um, again, so we can add this tool to something that they're already doing, um, to make it more life usable for them. Anybody else have any comments on homework? Well, I do think it's a new muscle that they are practicing and changing. And so you have to work it and move it. So I think the taking home um, information and working through it just makes that practice set in a little bit more. And so I think it's great to have a takeaway um, and they each get a workbook that they can refer back and read on a regular basis so they don't have to remember it all because it's right there in front of them. But if we want the to move that muscle, we have to work it. And it seems like they're all very eager to, to see some progress and to feel some control over their lives when maybe they feel a little out of control. So I think the the homework is a, a great tool for them. 
Good deal. Good deal. Well, I Ham, I tell you, we I I know I say this a lot, but we have the best instructors and facilitators. Very, across the board. very um, eager to listen and really here to try to make a better difference in yeah. our survivors. Yeah, across the board, whether it's our water exercise class, you know, our counselors, our mat training, I mean, you name it. We have really some amazing folks that are very caring and want you, the survivor, uh, to be better. That's the ultimate goal, as you said, taking the ball, moving it down the field, moving it down the court. Um, you know, this this is a class that can help you out. And I guarantee you, and I I I I I, I bet you you guys have heard my spouse or my my caregiver has even noticed I, I, it's better. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, lots of nodding heads. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hear a lot that, oh, my spouse noticed that I was doing this better. And so, um, and I think that's the cool thing that I've noticed is that the information that I'm working with of the client, like they're going home and they're talking about it with other people. And so whether it's a spouse or a friend or whatever, um, every single person I've worked with said, I told so-and-so about how to use a calendar and it blew their mind, you know? And so I think it's cool that we're empowering um, not only the client in their everyday life, but we're empowering them to share things that they're learning with others. And so I think that's pretty neat. Yeah. You know, oftentimes I get the phone call of, I want to know more about mat training. Um, and I go into this spill that it's eight weeks. It can be in-person, virtual, go through the whole thing. And oftentimes they say, oh, I can't commit eight weeks. I can't go the same time. How does that work for those that are listening and maybe thinking about it, but can't commit that same time every week? I'm pretty flexible. Like I, I usually just check in um, with my client um, a day or two before, um, especially maybe if they're even having, they're still in treatment right now and they may not feel good. Like I have a rule that this is a hundred percent stress-free. And so, um, if they need to skip a week or, um, if the availability works that we can change a day or change a time because this thing called life happens and it happens to me too. And, um, things come up, um, and so I, I'm usually super flexible, um, and we'll just, We'll just go week to week, but we generally have a, a time set aside, you know, say, you know, Tuesdays at 530, whatever. Um, and then if something happens either on my end or their end, then we just communicate about it and and then figure out if we need to move it um, to a different day or we just need to skip this week and and try again next Tuesday at 530. You know, that's the beauty of this program. It can be very flexible to a lot of different things, um, you know, and we understand patients going through treatment might not feel so good. So um, I'm glad y'all are flexible. And for our listeners, you know, this is something that you can talk to the instructors and uh, share your stressors so that they understand that, you know, maybe that time doesn't work this week. Um, so it's not an eight week strict program. Yeah. You know, the, the, the cool thing about it too is, is, um, maybe if you, if you miss a week, that gives you more time to practice your homework and put that into play. So, I mean, there are, there are things and, and we know life happens. 
Um, if there's one thing, Pam, I hope that our folks understand about the Survivorship Center is um, flexibility is key. Uh, you know, we are very flexible. I know our instructors are super flexible, can be adapted and do all the things. I just want to take a second here and thank you guys for uh, jumping in headfirst with us when we started with Matt, um, coming along this journey. You know, there are not a lot of places offering Matt for whatever reason. You know, you if you listen to that podcast, I believe at the time of as of last August, we were the only place in Texas offering mat training. Um, and that says a lot, not patting ourselves on the back, just saying that we are we have the folks, you, you know, it's one thing to say we're going to do it. It's another thing to have qualified exemplary folks facilitating it. And um, to be able to pull that together uh, is is huge. And so to be able to say this is something that's really only being offered in the Texas Panhandle. It's phenomenal. So if you're listening and you're elsewhere, you're not here in the 26 counties of the Texas Panhandle, I would encourage you to go back and find that episode of last uh, when we talked with Dr. Uh, Ferguson in August and, and reach out to them and find out how to get this available in your area. Um, if you're here and you're two hours away from Amarillo and there, you can't use that as an excuse we can do it virtually. And by we, I'm talking about our three awesome instructors because you don't want me teaching this. But you guys, we've got it for you um, to be able to do it virtually. You know, Mary Margaret just said Tuesdays at 530. I know for a fact, Mary Margaret has done some evening things with her folks. And I'm, I know that our, our other instructors have that availability too. Um, so just know, we've got a time slot that we can fit that into your schedule if it works. Um, Pam, I just I just think the world of this class. Yes, and I'm so glad that we can offer it to um, our survivors just to help improve their life a little bit. That leads us to our last uh, segment. We are sponsored by Auto Inc. I would like for each of y'all to share an Auto Inc. inspiring moment. Mary Margaret, do you want to start? Uh, sure. I think um, here's what I'll preface and say. Um, each person that I've done this with, they've each had a different one just because of, you know, how they're wired up and how their brain thinks. One of the lessons that we do just automatically is like this aha thing. And so it is so exciting to me that, um, you know, one person, our lesson on the calendars just completely changed their lives. Um, another one was um, when we, on the very last lesson of, learning how to focus on something and attach old information with new information. Um, that was their aha moment. Um, and so I love the flexibility with, with this. So I could go into a hundred different stories, but um, I promise you, you're going to find one thing and have that aha moment and just, and just be able to really, really help just your quality of life and, and just your cognition and um, being able to take these tools um, back out into your everyday real world life. Love that. Kristen, do you have one that you could share? Um, I do. And um, kind of with what Mary Margaret said, I, I feel like I have a general, a general one, but just, um, listening to how each survivor is modifying that to fit their own routine and how they're taking what they're learning and customizing it to um, fit their 
their own life. Um, and also watching the participants discover what their stressors and triggers are and being able to work through those and um, to set themselves up for success for later in MAT when they're learning the new strategies for, um, for memory and um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Tiffany. Tiffany? Yes, I just think being with these clients are just inspiring, just that they're willing and able, um, just the fact that they want to learn new things, whatever age or stage that they're in. And so I just want to encourage people that you can learn more things um, wherever you are. So we can learn, we can be taught if we want that and have that desire. Uh, and it's just been amazing to watch the eagerness um, and all the different ways that some of them could even add some tools that aren't in this book. Um, and so just want there to be hope. Um, they've shown me hope in where they can adapt and make things better. Your life can be better. Um, and in part of that adapting is accepting what is different or what you have lost. You don't have to get stuck in that, but you can move forward from that. So this is just an amazing thing. And I've seen the clients just take it and run with it and they have better quality life. Uh, that right there is what it's worth. That's better right. quality of life. Um, gosh, uh, thank you guys. Thanks for joining us and for sharing with us some of your unique stories. And it's funny though, Pam, right? Um, we got three different facilitators doing the three different ways. And it's a lot of the same unique, you know, togetherness and, and the things that, that their folks have experienced, but ultimately they've all experienced uh, greater memory and attention, right? Yes. Oh, uh, and you know, the one thing, Pam, we haven't talked about, and this doesn't take very long. We didn't even talk about how much this class cost. You know, it's one of our favorite words around here. And um, everything that we offer is free for any cancer survivor. And it doesn't matter when you were diagnosed, where you were treated, if you're currently going through treatment or out of treatment, um, the cost is free. Absolutely. And all you got to do is pick up the phone. You just call the Survivorship Center at 806-331-2400 and say, I need the memory uh, class. I need the chemo brain class. I need the mat class. I need, you don't have to remember that it's memory and attention adaptation training. We'll know what you mean. It took me forever. I should have gone through the class. It took me forever to remember what mat stood for because, you know, I, that's just me. But you can simply call and say, I need the class and uh, we'll figure it out because it is that important. It's so important to be a part of that. Take this to heart, share it with a loved one. Uh, gosh, share it with anyone you know that's going through cancer treatment. And then make sure and join us next time for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Ribbon. We'd like to extend a special thanks to the Auto Inc. family of dealerships as they have supported the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center since 2016. For more information on the Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website at 24survivorship.com.